Emmy Award-winning producer, actor, and comedian Larry Wilmore is back on the air, hosting a podcast where he weighs in on the issues of the week and interviews guests in the world of politics, entertainment, culture, sports, and beyond. Check out Larry Wilmore Black on the Air on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Lincoln in the all-new 2024 Nautilus Hybrid, featuring a customizable 48-inch panoramic display, available Revel audio system, and available perfect position front seats with active motion massage. Oh my God. The world isn't wide enough. Visit Lincoln.com to learn more. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Check with your local retailer for current information. Lincoln and Nautilus are trademarks of Ford or its affiliates. This episode is brought to you by UGG. Y'all know UGG is a brand that athletes wear all the time in the tunnel and on travel days. Well, I bet you think UGG season is only during the colder months of the year. Oh, contraire. You're wrong. You need to check out the latest spring drop from UGG. They have everything from sandals to clogs. I like the sandals. UGG has you covered for your next spring adventure. Shop the Golden Collection at UGG.com. Welcome to Recipe Club. Welcome to... (laughs) Welcome to Earth. Three, two, one. Oh my God. I was going to say Recipe Club again. Three, two, one. I'm I'm going to leave all of this in. Oh my God. Please leave it all in. I am delirious. Um, Three, two, one. Welcome to the Dave Chang Show, part of the Ringer Podcast Network, presented by Major Dome Media, where we also do Recipe Club, where... I have mixed up both of those before. This is not Recipe Club. This is the Dave Chang Show. And uh, thank you, Yolo Tango, for the intro music. We are doing Snackmaster. I mean, one of 12 different spinouts that we've done on this podcast. So I think it's okay if I get a little mixed up about what the hell we're talking about. But we are joined today with Chris Ying. Isaac Lee's in the penalty box, and he will only join us if he needs to be, but he has said he does not want to talk at all. And um, <laughs> True or not true, Isaac Lee? You can say at least that, right? True. Not true. Too. I said true. that I don't want to talk on this episode. I have no opinions to contribute uh, vis-a-vis snacks. And mute. Um, <laughs> and joined by the snack master herself. Noel Cornelio. So we are doing something that we have not done before on the Snackmaster episode, a very specific snack genre. A, a, you know, a, what, how would you uh, categorize this? Is it, is it a genus or is it a, a subspecies? Oh, hmm. I've never thought about it that way. Perhaps a subspecies, right? Because... You know, we're talking about a type of candy, so that's one, but a very specific type, very specific flavor. You know how I started thinking about it, Dave? I started thinking about it as like the Westminster Dog Show. We're doing the retriever category today. We are examining sour candies. We're going to look in their little tails. We're going to stick our fingers in their little bums and and check their teeth and all that. I don't think I'd call them retrievers, though. Oh, okay. They're, toy, 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 the toy dogs. category. Yes, toy dogs. I feel like this is like a, um, you know, something more weird, 
more, you know, more, more weird than sticking <laughs> our fingers weird. in the, it's not in like, the butts it, of sound yeah, candy. It's not yeah. like the AVN porn awards. It's something <laughs> like like more insular uh-huh. and strange. It's not Comic-Con. It's something more strange. Uh-huh. It's like a this Magic is, the Gathering tournament mm, in Costa Mesa mm, that, that I maybe, the, now we're that getting I, there where magic, that I maybe went to. Yeah, it, it's like the regionals <laughs> of Western Mexico gathering. <laughs> Uh-huh. Very specific type of thing. Uh-huh. Mm. It's the Sturgis motorcycle rally. Everybody, it's where we are here. The no, Sturgis no, sour that's, that, that, that's like too broad. This is, you know, the it's very different. We are doing sour candies. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you on sour candies, Chang? Generally, it's basically basically citric acid candy. Yeah. Yep. Full stop. That's the only. The only com- only ingredient that the sourness ever comes from in in a, in a sour candy is citric acid, right? There's not any other thing. No, that's pretty much it. By the way, we are breaking uh, you know new barriers here. This is the first time we've done a Zoom where two members of this major domo team are in <laughs> the same room eating <laughs> kebabs from a kebab shop we shall not name quite yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Noel and I are together. <laughs> On the other side of Los Angeles from from Dave. We've spent many, many, many hours the past week plus together. Uh, uh, truly. Noel and I just came back from Napa, where we had a wonderful, wonderful time with our good friends uh, of Meyer Corp. And um, Ying was there as well, but he ditched us early. Um, <laughs> but it was an awesome time. We it spent a, a lot of quality time. time. Mm-hmm. We tried to do this podcast this weekend, but we had consumed too much food. It was a it was a lot so much food that Chris Ying and the Ying experience all came down with gout. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, can we can we before we even get into Snackmaster, we need to dial this way back. Okay, let's dial this way back. Oh can't even God. talk about sour candy. We need to go into the Ying experience. Let's let, the overwhelming favorite for about fifty five people out there in the world. The Ying experience. <laughs> Talk about subgenres. <laughs> yeah, I'm a toy poodle. I'm a I'm a real niche dog people are interested in. What happened to you this weekend, Chris? Uh, okay. I was with Dave. We were he, he was he came out to my neck of the woods uh to film some more for our Hulu show that we've been working on for a while that we've talked about with with Morgan Neville and the Tremolo team. And uh we were we were kind of racing around town, um, shooting some scenes for the show. And God, what day was that, Dave? Friday, Friday night. Um, <laughs> we'd shot a couple of things together and then gone our own separate ways. Dave and I shot something in the morning for which we ate a little something, and then we got together and ate some more in the evening. And Dave was like, "Dude, what what's wrong with you? Why are you? Why can't you you eat?" And I was like, "Oh, I've been I've been eating all day long." He's like, "What are you talking about?" I you think I had always nine, eat all day long. I, I don't, I, that's what I was like. What? I, that's redundant. I think I had nine meals on Friday, and then began experiencing. But what kind sh- of what kind of meals? <laughs> uh, in the morning, I think you and I got together, and well, the first meal was together uh, post breakfast, which I don't even remember. We we tried. We had some sushi first mm-hmm. thing in the morning. Uh, from there, I oh, giant, traveled. But not just any sushi. We, we had, yeah, we we had some sushi. We, we can't say too much about it. But the day before, we had a giant omakase 
<laughs> the day before oh we had a omakase yeah. together. Ben got together in the morning for uh, in, in sushi. A, <laughs> in a restaurant that you will find out soon one day when the show airs, where it was just me and Chris, just <laughs> the only customers. We we were, I mean, let's talk about that for one second before we get to my my gout toe here, Dave. We had we were very fortunate because we're in this production. Dave and I were able to shoot in a sushi restaurant. For both of us, the first meal we'd eaten indoors in a restaurant in 14 months. And, and I, it was a- it's, it's important because not only was it, we, we we can talk about the deliciousness and, and, and the details of it, but I think it's important to note that it was about 35 pieces of nigiri as a layer <laughs> base, as just a layer base. In 72 hours, just a beautiful layer of, of food to start Chris's epic... <laughs> Glutton fest. So from there, Friday, we had our, like I said, some futuristic sushi in the morning. And then I, I parted ways with Dave. I said, you know, he wanted to to maybe grab a bite. And I said, I had to get, I had to go. From there, I went to the East Bay where I ate a whole manaish from Reams. I ate two slices of pizza from June's Pizza in Oakland. I ate half of a gigantic tamagoyaki. I ate <laughs> an order of Saba sushi, like six gigantic pieces of box Saba sushi. I feel fucking sick just talk, describing this. What about dude. the meatball parm? Oh, we haven't <laughs> even gotten to the meatball parm. <laughs> and then I was coming back to the city to meet up with Dave again when we were going to go eat two more meals together. And I met up with Noel, who was who was up in town for the same reasons. And you know, there's nothing to do right now. We were just wandering the streets. And, you know, I said, Noel, is there anything you want to do? And she said, I saw an eggplant parm sandwich on Instagram from Flower and Water that looked pretty good. And I said, oh, yeah, fuck it, let's go. So I went there. We ordered an eggplant parm. But then so, I so saw— So for the, list, for the listener of the uni experience, <laughs> it's important to note, when he said nine meals in one day, there was no hyperbole at all. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not a joke. That's—I think it was nine. So I'm, my eyes are glancing around this eggplant parm menu, and I saw a meatball sandwich, which we all know you cannot not order. Like, you must order if you see it. Uh, so I did, and I ate that, and we had some pasta salad. And, <laughs> and pasta salad? You didn't tell me about pasta salad. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so hold, on, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, Noel. He's already adding some food <laughs> that was not there before on the record. That's Did right. you guys eat anything else other than the eggplant parm and now the pasta salad? What else? There's got to be something else you guys consumed. No, 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 no. That was all that we consumed together. We I, we didn't yeah. we didn't eat anything else. You eat half a eggplant parm and pasta salad, mm-hmm. meatball parm and some eggplant parm. So you basically had one full parm, half an eggplant and half a meatball. No, and as no, I was no. as we were doing this, I got a text message from our producer who was at the restaurant we were going to. We were going to Bennu to shoot with our friend Corey Lee. And he was like, all right, we're all set up and ready for you guys. Come hungry. <laughs> and Corey, prov- Corey and his team there, because they just finished up the last delivery takeaway service of San Ho Wan, their new Korean restaurant that's, that will open up soon. Two different meals. One yeah. of a, a braised pork kimchi stew with about oh. four other mid-courses involved with it. So and good. And another one that was, what was it? The other one was the L.A. Galbi, the thick-cut oh, L.A. Oh, that Kalbi. was so good. So it was like some, uh, so basically we had two Korean dinners. 
That's and a then, nine meals right now. If if I have to tally everything, nine we're meals. We're not done yet. And and also, <laughs> we're not it's important yet. to note that we're probably missing at least 700 calories to 1,000 calories. Just incidental calories. Incidental <laughs> calories. Like the pasta salad that he already just forgot about. Okay? And then after that, uh, we wanted to take some of the crew and Corey out for drinks because this is something none of us have ever done. We're all fully vaccinated. And we went to the local bar and they said they were hungry. And I said, I'll treat you guys to some pizza. And we picked up some <laughs> delicious pies. We picked up seven pizzas from Delfina's Pizzeria. And Chris didn't leave any pizza bones. I did not leave any pizza bones behind. <laughs> I ate some more pizza. but e- Effectively, you ate one pizza and a half. No, 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 no. This is where I, I, we have not exaggerated so far. I refuse to exaggerate. I ate a, I ate one or two pieces of pizza and that was it because I started feeling a, like acute pain in my big toe, which as we all know, means I am royalty because I'm getting the fucking King's <laughs> so, disease. So that's when he said, he's like, ow, ow. What made him stop eating another bite of pizza was, <laughs> ow. And I was like, what? <laughs> ow. I was like, what are you talking about? What's going on? He's like, there's pain in my foot. I think I'm having gout. And we all celebrated him. <laughs> so that was it. That was, that was Friday. That was a fucking horrible day, man. But to put a fine point on it, Dave, Saturday was the sort of uh, a big meeting. We were we were going up to Napa to spend time with you know our, our our very good friends, the the family that that is working with Dave on the Any Day products, and it was going to be a big day of of kind of drinking and cooking and eating together. Both of us, let me say, Dave had said on our way up, we are not drinking, we are not eating. Somehow, Noel <laughs> dodged us on the drinking. Yeah. She totally ghosted us. How come you? How come you ghosted us? Why did I? Oh, I had a headache. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, that was a gr- brilliant know. move because <laughs> I decided to have five p- margarita pitchers and I overindulged. Um, <laughs> and I felt really bad the next fine. day. Chris saw me in rare form, and yeah. the next morning I needed something to soak up all the beautiful oh, alcohol. Oh my god, I forgot about the next morning. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> So, oh my God. So, mind you, over a 72-hour period, we're not even into the third day yet. Chris has had a giant omakase <laughs> and then followed up with dinner that night. Who I don't even know what he ate. He's already not mentioned what he ate at dinner when he got home. <laughs> and then he had sushi. And then he had six other meals. And then he had San Juan at Bennu. And then he had more pizza from Delfina's with a lot of margaritas. His Foot started to hurt with pins <laughs> and needles. This is and so And he wakes up the next morning, and we go to Horn Barbecue, Matt Horn's amazing place in West Oakland, and proceeded to eat <laughs> three everything. Pounds, three pounds of beef and pork and sausage. Everything. We ate everything. We've gone 20 minutes basically talking about how much you consumed in 72 hours, and we're not even done yet. It took all 20 minutes just to list the things. Just to list them. <laughs> I feel like... I feel like the... the I feel like the fat version of The Rock, where he's just like, I have to consume all of this cod to maintain muscle mass. And I'm like, I just need to keep eating. Because okay, I so let stop. me tell you what was on the plate, because I definitely ate at least half of it. One giant beef short rib, two links of sausage, big giant linker links, four pork ribs, a pound of pork, 
uh, shredded pork shoulder. Um, I'd probably say six slices of deckle that would beautiful pickles. All of it was gone. I, I couldn't <laughs> stop eating. I needed it. It saved my life. But certainly Chris was right there with me, I think. <laughs> I ate maybe a little bit more. Yeah. Well, it, to be fair, if this is this can't entirely be about my my shittiness as a person because Dave is out of practice. Dave doesn't drink much, as he's said on this podcast. I, I the the Dave Chang that used to hang out in his uh, dirt baggier days is gone. gone I drink non-alcoholic beer most of the time. He drinks non-alcoholic beer most of the time. He was, we were very swept up in this. Like, we have been very, 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 if, if anybody knows us, we've been very, very conservative, very good throughout this quarantine. Irrational exuberance to finally have an opportunity life. to just be with some friends and drink some margaritas. And it led to a little bit of overindulgence. This is all to say, I haven't seen Dave Chang this hungover in quite some time. And there are two amazing moments, Dave, and I think it's okay to talk about these. Yeah, One was before we before we went into film with Matt, we were sort of wandering around outside waiting for the crew to set up their shots and everything. I'm watching Dave <laughs> just pacing back and forth with like a bottle of water in, a co- in one hand and a coffee in the other and just <laughs> saying, I need this. I need this. And I was like, what's he talking about? And I was like, oh, he's talking about the barbecue he's about to eat. He's just pacing back and forth saying, I need this. And then, like, we get in there. We're shooting with Matt. And, like, you know, Dave, I mean, Dave Dave knows this way better than I do. Like, so often, I'm sure, Dave, like, you're shooting television. And you're like, I'm not really hungry, but I have to eat right now. I've got to eat again. We've shot three scenes today. There was a moment where Dave, I, I imagine in your head, the world around you just disappeared. <laughs> and it was just like you and the you and the beef ribs just eating. Listen, no I was cameras, I thought about nothing. I thought about everything. What was that to happen? And I said, I'm just gonna continue to eat till someone tells you to stop. Because <laughs> I needed it. You know? It I was needed amazing. it. So it was amazing. We we stuffed our face to the we had meat sweats, and now we're going to Napa. And uh, we stop off to get oh, Frosties yeah. at Wendy's. Frosties. Mm-hmm. Chris, mm-hmm. Chris actually has to take it over the top. And Noah, what does Chris ask for? Well, so hold on. You have to back up and, and <laughs> say that Chris asked for our orders. Chris is driving. I say chocolate. Dave says chocolate. Chris goes in for the swirl. He <laughs> specifically asks, do you sell a swirl? <laughs> Why choose one when you could have both? <laughs> That's Come true. On However, in, in fairness to Ying, we all got on board. We all got swirls. But also true to our sizes, a small, a medium, and a large. <laughs> Can a you guess who got what size? It was a three bear situation. <laughs> we all just had Listen, I didn't sizes. know. I didn't know you'd get a small. I would have gotten a small. And I ate the amount of a medium. I you ate the amount of a medium. It's true. You, you didn't eat your <laughs> but here's, full frosty. Here's the yin experience that needs to be told. We need to share this. This is how religions get started. It's like he turns to the window of the, the ordering mechanism at Wendy's and he says, I have to get french fries now. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know we're in the car. <laughs> you know we're here. <laughs> Why are you whispering to yourself? It was 100% <laughs> happened. I absolutely muttered under my breath. <laughs> you can't have a, yeah, you can't have a frosty without a french fries, you know? <laughs> He's like golem. He's literally golem, turned to like, golem. <laughs> That 100% happened. That 100% happened. And I I don't know who I was going to I mean, this is what it was. So if you're listening and if you're a sci-fi nerd like me, I'm Bilbo. 
and you know, well, Sam, Sam Wise, and we have Golem here, and Golem's trying to think, how can he kill us, and how can he eat us, and maybe we'll be delicious dipped in the Frosty, and that's what oh, he was These hobbitses. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was exactly what I, I don't know who I thought I was fooling. I just ordered the French fries thinking, oh, maybe they won't notice that I did this in the car with them. I have to get French fries now. <laughs> really? That for real happened. That for we real ate happened. it, and then we, 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 we came to our final destination, and um, it was a, 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 a lot of food. We had Wagyu tri-tip. Stanley Chang cooked up a storm. We had mm-hmm. pizza. Steph Chang cooked up some ridiculous pizza. I made some stupid ideas of uh, things you know no one has ever really made in a pizza before. <laughs> came out good. Came out great. And 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 we drank some fine wines. So in seventy two hours, I'm going to say that Chris Yang consumed just around thirty thousand calories. Um, and then on top of all the beef and all the wine and all the pizza and all the chips, we had chips, we had sukiyaki, jagabees, we had oh, yeah. taro, we had all kinds of good, delicious things. Chris oh Yang God. demolished the pie. The blueberry <laughs> pie didn't stand a chance. God, Steph Chang dude. made a sick, amazing pie. So good. She's listening to this. Steph, that was a really great pie. A really good and pie. all mm-hmm. the time, Chris is complaining about his you know, so-called gout and how much food he's eaten. <laughs> and it's one of those things where I'm like, this is really good. This is a really good pie. I'm on my fourth bite and I look over, Chris is already done. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh three God, cups dude. of kanji the next morning. Duck kanji. Three <laughs> bowls. Christ. Three Jesus, bowls. Dude. I know, because I was given three bowls. It was delicious. But for you someone know, that was complaining every waking moment of how full they were, to then just All right. So if we're just gonna if we're gonna lay it all out there, Noel, you can also tell him what happened when he went to sleep because the roast duck we ate in the morning was not the first taste of roast duck mm. that I had. Oh yeah. After you went to bed, Dave. Yeah. We sat around the fire, had some lovely chat. And Stanley Chang comes out with a platter of roast duck with It would have been rude to say no. (laughs) Oh my God, you guys ate roast duck? It would have been rude. That's where that's where the kanji came from. I went to bed at eleven. How how late did you guys stay up? No, like that that happened at like eleven oh (laughs) seven. Like the roast duck came down. I feel like I feel like I ripped off. I feel like they're like finally. We can serve <laughs> no, no, no. what we wanted to serve Roast now. duck heated up in an any day. In an any day. Ooh. And it was wonderful, actually. Yep. It was wonderful. Uh, wow. Yeah, that's that was... Wow, that was, I didn't know that. Oh, so let's just up that. Roast duck, you probably had, you know, six pieces. Your your, your calorie intake is 32,000 30, in 72 not even hours. Counting, that's not even counting liquids, man. Like whiskey, Ugh. we drank a bunch of whiskey. That's a lot. I mean, it was bad. It was very bad. We've just but- gone 28 minutes into the Christian <laughs> caloric experience. <laughs> and I just wanted the world to know that you can take it further than whatever you're eating. You can go. You can do it. And, and truly what's remarkable and why... Chrising is tough as nails, right? This is right up there with Ronnie Lott cutting off his index finger <laughs> to go back in the football game many, many, many years ago. The doctor said, you know, we got to put this in a cast. And he said, no, cut it off. Cut it off, Doc. I got to go back in the game. 
<laughs> it's very similar to Jesse the Body Ventura in Predator, where Arnold Schwarzenegger says, "Like you're bleeding." He's like, "I don't got time to bleed." <laughs> I'm putting this in in this category of selflessness of consumption. Thank you, Thank you Dave. Chris Yang legitimately came down with his first gout attack, and he needed to yep. be chugging like cherry juice or whatever gout people have. <laughs> Yet he decided to go fight the negative with more negative. Listen, if I can inspire just one child out there, just one child, to to reach for the stars and eat them, then I've done my job. It's just, it's all about the children, man. I do this for them. That was the Christian experience, everybody. The Christian caloric experience, everybody. And um, just whenever you think about pain and consumption and the fact that you want to eat more, just know that... Chris Yang set the benchmark. He's the Chuck Yeager. He broke the food sound barrier <laughs> oh <my laughs> this past weekend. <laughs> it was real. It was real. I was just in the zone, man. Just in the zone. So, you know, I, I know that we were supposed to talk about the subgenre of candy, but I felt there was no way we could do this because here's the amazing thing. These guys just consumed a lot of kebabs and have now consumed more candy. And it's just been a, Consumption fest, and I just I, I I'm very proud of you, Chris Yang. Very proud. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Thank you. That's the first time, everybody. <laughs> Dave's proud of me for uh, almost killing myself, like the like the guy in Seven, just the glutton guy. That's who I was. But imagine Thank the you. glutton guy moving around. Have you been reading my Tinder profile? That's my Tinder profile. I'm like the seven guy. (laughs) (laughs) Swipe right, everybody. Yeah, it was amazing. So let's go. Now now we did it. Now let's take a break. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Look to your left. Look to your right. Yep, no one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay guaranteed fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Seed. Did you know that most green powders and probiotics don't survive digestion? Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic is engineered in a two-in-one capsule to safeguard viability through digestion for complete delivery to your colon. A broad-spectrum probiotic and prebiotic formulated with 24 clinically and scientifically studied strains for whole body benefits, including gut, heart, and skin health. Visit seed.com slash Dave Chang and use Use the code 25DAVECHANG to start seeding today. That's code 25DAVECHANG to start seeding today. This episode is brought to you by NetSuite by Oracle. As your business grows, you might start seeing some lag. There's too much work for your team, too many different processes, and it takes forever to close the books. If this sounds like you, you should know these three numbers, 37,000, 25, and 1. 37,000 is the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. It's a cloud financial system that can help streamline accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25, 
That's how many years NetSuite has been helping businesses do more with less. And one, because your one-of-a-kind business deserves a customized solution for your KPIs. It's like when you come here for this podcast or when you check out your favorite website to gather all the info you need to make better decisions for your fantasy leagues. Well, NetSuite does that for your business and then some. It's one efficient system, one source of truth with everything you need to grow. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash ringer. That is netsuite.com slash ringer. That's amazing. 30 that minutes so of long. consumption. Holy shit. <laughs> 27 minutes of you guys just talking about eating. Not me. Chris Ying eating. Chris, I'm actually concerned for your health. Like, are you going to be okay? I'm concerned for my fucking health too, man. Did you (laughs) cleanse? What? Did you cleanse over the weekend? I've just been, yeah. I've not really been eating shit. Yeah. No, I have. I have been trying to be a good boy since then. That that is, you should eat like 15 salads in a row. That I'm very concerned for you, man. Southwestern chicken salads. With ranch, with ranch dressing, with tex with tex avocado egg rolls. <laughs> hey, wait, 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 wait. You know, so- sauce on the side, sauce on the side, sauce on the side. Oh, so I can start. dip the fried chicken all in right, there. All right, hold on, hold on. I, Isaac, being the very caring, loving person he is, I said he was very concerned about Chris Yang and he should eat some salads. And, uh, Truth be told, I know the salad that Chris Yang was thinking about. Yeah, Cobb salad. Chicken, <laughs> looks awesome. Chicken finger salad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Throw some of those wonton chips on there from that Chinese chicken salad. Chinese chicken salad oh. with extra, extra fried wonton chips. No, 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 no. This was anomalous. This was anomalous. Isaac, I do appreciate your concern. I actually was very, very concerned about my mortality. I'm trying to be a better boy. It was just, I, 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 I'm really bad. I have no self-control. Noel? I well, how, how much of the, uh, the 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 little kebabs did he just consume? Oh my god! Don't tell him. <laughs> Please don't tell him. Enough. I don't know. <laughs> a, a decent amount. I didn't yeah, eat any. A good dent. Yeah, I ate some food. Chris, I just want to remind you that you have two small children. They need you to live a long and healthy life. Uh, I was trying to get that just get that life insurance policy to kick in here oh my right, God. right off the bat right off the bat please take care of yourself um, all right resume resume your podcast so now now going back into more consumption now what do you think about sour master. candies dave where are you on sour I, candies listen I, I if i am um i have thc in 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 the bloodstream it's not what i want to eat i don't yeah. want sour i want sweet i want sweet salty Mm-hmm. Sour to me is something that I have maybe a little bit too old. I certainly like it, but I'm not I'm not part of this age group, age bracket that craves sour all the time. If I do, I mean I went to school with a lot of kids from Mexico and they would eat tamarind, the dry tamarind. And I like that quite a bit. And that would be the extent of something that I I I enjoy. And I do like my occasional sour patch kids, but this has gone. It's basically candy EDM. <laughs> that's okay. that's where you are in, on sour. Generally speaking, Noel, well, you got it, love for it, right? I definitely do, and it's fascinating that you think that it's age that's the real, you know, differentiator here. Because really, the sour candy spree, more or less, like started in the '90s, is what it seems like. So it makes perfect sense that I'm the one who loves love sour candy, but you guys don't seem to necessarily feel the same way. Well, okay. So, so in the, in the, I think it was probably in the nineties when for me, 
you know, I was in elementary school or whatever. Super lemons were a thing. Do you remember these things? Like the yeah. ultra sour mm-hmm. hard candy. It's not like it's not the citric acid like you find on on whatever Sour Patch Kids or something. It was like a it's powderized. Mm-hmm. And it's like mouth puckering. That was the start of the sour trend that I know of. Like, yeah. was there is that what you're talking about? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I I don't think I at least as of right now I don't think that sour candies really have a long standing history. I mean, I'm pretty sure they didn't really exist until like the 60s or 70s. Which, when you think about how long chocolate's been around for, it's absolutely nothing. But yeah, I mean, I would say you know the amount of time and energy that candy companies put into sour candies didn't start until the mid-90s, really. Okay. So, Dave has already started to break into our tasting here. Mm-hmm. But what is your, what is your, uh, people keep criticizing us, Dave, by the way, for saying platonic ideal too much, but fuck them. What is your platonic ideal sour candy, Noel? Oh, easy peasy. It is a sour peach fettuccine sour strip. Who is that the hell is, who, who is complaining about platonic ideas? <laughs> I, I knew it. Actually, literally, literally, somebody said uh, on the iTunes uh, on, the, <laughs> on the iTunes clicker, like Dave and Chris, you guys need to look up what platonic means. And I was like, you need to fucking look up what platonic means. <laughs> Easy, Aristotle, chill the fuck out. <laughs> but I've noticed a few people complaining about us overusing platonic ideal. So, um, listen, what not, do you expect from a C plus philosophy student? Okay, <laughs> that's not that's not the platonic <laughs> ideal of a listener to me. All right, sour peach fettuccine strips. Strips. Yep. Is that what Dave was just munching on? He was uh, eating some fettuccine cola strips. So the brand that we're talking about, it's bourbon and it's from Japan. Really a funny small bag of candies has a little, even a resealable zipper just in case you don't want to eat it all in one sitting. But (laughs) these are great. (laughs) All right, let's get into it. Which one are you eating right now, Dave? Let's start the tasting because we've already gotten into it. The fettuccines are great because they're not very sour. And they're fettuccines because they look like little tiny nubs of fettuccine. They're not long like fettuccine. They're more worms, gummy worms. Well, they're, like, they're flattened worms. They're not sour at all. Barely sour. This is my favorite one of the bunch. Fettuccine cola. Of the bunch that you have right now? Yeah. Oh, so in the time that Chris Yang and I have eaten one gummy, you've eaten all of them. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for playing, Dave. <laughs> Jeez Louise. But this is like what happens. Like, <laughs> Paint me a picture, though, Noel. Like... Back in the days of you guys being in the same office, you would have snacks on your desk, and what would happen? Oh, absolutely. I I needed them for real work purposes. And <laughs> a one Dave Chang would walk through, just absolutely catapulted straight onto my desk, grab whatever was on there, and eat all of it. <laughs> Maybe, if I was lucky, I would have one chip left. <laughs> Maybe. She was doing it because you were you were curating the selections at, at Peach, Peach Mart. Mart. And so legitimate That's, work listen, purposes. That, 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 that she is embellishing a little bit there. Just a little bit. <laughs> Maybe it happened two times that I, because here's another thing. Our desks were side by side. That's right. So <laughs> part of this is real estate. Her real bag estate. of chips might be touching my desk. So anything touching my desk theoretically is my property as well. And Eminent domain. Yeah, you eminent domain that shit. You just yeah. took that right in. Eminent right. domain. 
Definitely not used in the correct way, but it sounds <laughs> good. <laughs> well, you, yeah, yeah, it's definitely I, not eminent mm-hmm. domain is. But uh, go ahead and comment on the iTunes podcast page, everybody. Yeah. Hey, platonic uh, ideal hater. Talk about eminent <laughs> domain. Um, but I'm just telling you, there was a couple times where I'd be like, oh, look, someone was nice enough to put chips on the corner of my desk. <laughs> what? So I ate them all. <laughs> Revisionist history. Oh, my God. And uh, after a while, after I saw the frown on Noelle's face, I started to ask permission. Can I eat this? <laughs> No way. Okay, hold on. Where Dave thinks that this was really all about real estate, it was je- it was definitely a difference in productivity. One of us was working very hard, taking calls, writing emails. Another person was tapping away on his phone, looks over and sees some snacks, and just eats them. <laughs> I, I, Maybe he was working hard on that phone thing, too. <laughs> Crushing some candy both on the phone and in real life. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Can you? Well, anyway, I, I take offense that I just randomly ate snacks. I said, yes, <laughs> two times. No more. All right. Hold on. Hold on. I want to discuss the cola flavored candy for a second. Yeah. There's something cool. I think that Dave is right. It's not very sour. Mm-hmm. But the sour in this in this context to me is like a little bit like um, making up for the no carbonation like, there's no possibility of carbonation, but, like, a little pop of sour to me kind of makes up for that. It's, like, a little bit of a sharp thing. Yeah, They are pretty right. good. I don't—do you think that cola gummies taste like cola, though? This is a thing that I they always do. ask myself. They do. 100%. They do. I think they generally mm-hmm. taste like flat cola. Mm-hmm. Yes. But you don't think so. You think they're, like—you uh, think they're, like, they taste like cola gummies. Mm, yeah, I, I put it in its own flavor— category separate from actual cola itself. Mm-hmm. The only thing that concerns me on the ingredient list is not the sugar, not the starch syrup, not the gelatin, not the concentrated lemon juice, not the sorbitol, not the acidulant, oh, not the God. calcium carbonate, not the coloring caramel flavor, not the gelling agent, not the vitamin C emulsifier. <laughs> what really concerns me the most is it has indigestible dextrin. <laughs> is that is that what it's no. literally listed? <laughs> Yeah, indigestible dextrin. And I'll tell you what, well, guys. And that's it for Chrissying, everyone. <laughs> Indig- is that literally what it says? Indigestible dextrin. But the interesting thing, um, the, 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 the same company makes, uh, I've, um, uh, Noel's been a huge fan of Prime, uh, which makes these linguine, fettuccine-like strips of gummies. The lemon one, which we'll talk about next, does not have indigestible dextrin. It is oh. just doesn't have it. Okay. Well, Dave, the prime that's basically the primo fettuccine gummy. That's not the name of the brand. It's actually saying that it is the fancier fettuccine gummy. It's it's a USDA <laughs> designation. <laughs> All right. Before we move on to the next snack, give, let me get let's get ratings here. Noel, what's the official snack master verdict? On the on the cola fettuccine. Oh, colas are an eight point five. Eight point five, Dave. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I'd say that it would be bumped up to a nine if it was refrigerated. Whoa. Yeah, I'd say sour cola gummies of any of any brand is excellent. After I'm when it's giving cold. this, I'm giving this um, a natural baccarat, an eight plus a one, nine. Wow! Wow! Wow. 
That's that's very that's very high. I um I'm intrigued by what you just said though. You would refrigerate the cola gummies. Do they get harder? Do they get chewier when you do that though? They get a little bit chewier. Yes. But do you get like sort of? Is it because cola flavor? You're so used to like a cold cola. Is that what makes it good? I don't know. Someone told me about this when I was younger, and I've somehow just decided that that you know when I tried it, it was great because I. Look, I like my gummies al dente. I don't know what to oh, tell you. Oh shit! Oh shit! Uh, all right, where where are you, Dave? You're driving the direction of this tasting shift because you're you're already oh, munching. Yeah. So smart sweets, sour blast buddies, and uh, let me tell you, they're super cute. They look like Flintstone <laughs> vitamins. Let me tell you, they're super cute. <laughs> but this is oh a zero. my god, uh, extremely powdery. First of all, what is, is a zero in there? Hold on, I gotta zero. take a photo of this. Ours are a fucking mess over here, Dave. I don't this know what yours zero. look like. Extremely powdery, is... yes. They look like garbage pail kids meets a Flintstone vitamin meets Pe- Pedro Pablo Escobar. <laughs> How did you even figure out what this is? It is covered in powder. It's not really yes. sugar. It's not really um sour. And it's not, it tastes like um Oh. Honestly, it tastes like oh. uh, you know what it tastes like when you go to Walgreens or CVS and you buy those gummy vitamins. It tastes That's like what it vi- tastes like. It tastes like a vitamin C pill. Yeah, it tastes yeah. like vitamin C gummy or something like that. Oh, okay. And wow. I don't understand what Smart Sweet is. It's kick sugar, keep candy. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, <laughs> oh, it's a, a non-artificial sweetener. <laughs> yeah. So just so you know, I'm in a hotel room. All of this is happening on a glass table, which is now covered in white powder. <laughs> It's a ridiculous scene. I'll, I, I'm going to try to pronounce this. Excuse me. So it says, kick sugar with us at Smart Sweets. Alois, Alois is a non-artificial sweetener that is found in foods like raisins and figs. It tastes like sugar, but doesn't act like sugar in your body. The hashtag kick sugar candy has 11 grams of Alois per bag. Learn more at Smart Sweets. I'll tell you what. I don't like eating raisins or figs, so it makes sense that I don't like eating Smart Sweets. You know what's wild here, though? 46% of your daily recommended allowance of dietary fiber in these bad boys. Wow. (laughs) 46% Mm. of your... That's the only thing it has is fiber. So I haven't had these before, but I picked them up for this because I've seen them all over the place. And they're definitely trying to be Sour Patch Kids, but the healthier version. Well, and I think it's, that this it's is barely healthier because it's still got 100 calories per serving. <laughs> definitely. And I think that this is what's wrong is that if you're going to have a snack, it's hard for me to get behind having like a fat free snack or a sugarless snack. I mean, like, why? I, for people who have dietary restrictions, fine, totally fine. But if you're going to snack, just I, go I, for I it. I, I'm sorry. I can't imagine anybody liking these. No, I can't either. Is, if there's anybody it, out there who knows what we're talking <laughs> about, has had these things and likes them, please send an email. And I can't. Dave, can you imagine somebody who likes these? Yeah. The same asshole that's like platonic ideal. <laughs> use it too much. I'm so sorry to whoever that was. It's ne- You're never going to leave it down now. It's I, the end. I can't stop taking photos of this thing because it's almost unimaginable. Text one to Dave and see if his looks like this. This is a fucking disaster over <laughs> no, it's here. the same thing. It looks like the same thing. Wait, I'll just show you guys the photo. It's just, just so weird. 
Isaac and Danny can see it too. This is nuts. Oh my God. How oh scary my God. is that? Oh, with the foil, it looks like you're cooking up PCP or something. <laughs> I, know, I know. It looks very illicit. And we can put this up on uh, somebody's Instagram. Yeah. Dave, you can put this up on your Instagram. But that's it's wild. wild. It looks like legit it's drugs. And it just comes like, it just comes like a clump like that. Well, <sighs> well you got to chop it up. We're, we're, moving, we're moving on. We're moving right, on. We're moving on. We're moving on. I, I don't have this candy in front of me because I left it in my car because maybe also I ate them all. Um, already and it's the extreme sour atomic one the extreme sour atomic warheads yeah what is it you ate all these already you ate these already no I ate one and I left uh, two in my car because I hated them so much All right. yeah so these are these are classic though this is this is classic what do you mean it's a classic I've never even had one before no 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 Noel back me up here use your mic (laughs) these are classic right warheads are a classic sour candy I would say that this is probably one of the biggest candies of the 90s. Uh, so are the Backstreet Boys. Super- <laughs> yes. Okay. So also, was classic. also classic. <laughs> also classic. Um, they're basically these hard candies that are just extremely sour. I don't, I don't know how else to describe it. Chris Young is going with the black cherry. I spit it out already. I'm going with the blue raspberry. SOS. So... This is another thing. What, can you think of an analogy to this, Dave? Is this like, is the sour thing at all like the extreme heat thing? No. Like where people want to just eat, I mean, like people like Isaac want scorpion pepper no, or whatever. No, because it's like such a, it's, it's that, it's, this extreme sourness is nothing like extreme heat because extreme heat is true pain. This is, this is just weird. Well, what's weird? Oh. It's not painful. I can't talk. Noel, generally speaking, candies like this, you suck on them, they're incredibly sour, and then you get through the sourness and it's just sweetness. So there's no moment where the two really combine. No, no. And that's what's crazy. I The underlying so, candy is terrible. I <laughs> well, couldn't even, even get you, there. The reward's not even good once you get past the sour. You know, yeah. the underlying candies like that, uh, those wrapped... Um, Colors of the rainbow. You have the green, the yellow, the purple, the red that you get at your dentist's office or <laughs> oh, just reception at like yeah. when you go to a funeral or something like that. And they're wrapped <laughs> in plastic and you eat them and they're like, they look way better. But, you know, they just provide nothing other than they don't even taste like grape when you put purple in your mouth. When you put red in your mouth, they don't taste like strawberry like fruit punch. It tastes like when red. When you put green in your mouth, they don't taste like... Like a Jolly Rancher green, they just taste like sugar. And yeah. this one, once you once you eat all the sourness, it doesn't taste like anything. Totally, I feel like this is the kind of candy that you would have, basically just to show off. It's like almost a double dare kind of thing. I mean, this is very much of the age of fear factor. So but it's like elementary school kids would get into this because it's like, Absolutely. how long can you keep it in your mouth yeah. type of thing? But as an adult, no way. Yeah. No but, way. All right. I got to calibrate our, I got to calibrate the snack master scale here because first of all, Noel, what did you give the previous one? The, oh the, God, a zero. A zero. Okay. So that's two zeros. Warheads better or worse than the thing we just ate. Ooh, I would say, you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb and say a little bit better which is crazy considering that I just had one bite and spit it out or, you know, put it in my mouth, spit it out. Because you know exactly what you're getting into, right? Everyone kind of has an understanding that warheads are not good. 
but the smart guys, and now I'm not even remembering the name of them. Smart sweets. Smart sweets, yeah. They look so inviting. The bag looks so fun. The guys look so cute. Healthier. And it's good cause. It's own, you know. Yeah. I okay, so Noel is saying that the warheads are better, slightly better than the smart seats because they at least wear their hearts on their sleeves. They're like, exactly. we are gonna suck. It's gonna make your mouth feel bad. The smart sweets are like, we're cute and you're gonna love us. And then you hate them. Yeah. Dave, smart sweets or warheads, which one is better? Smart sweets gets a two. Oh, it's a two now. Oh. Warheads gets a minus eight. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so our scale is crazy now, but all right. I think warheads are pretty bad. Take us somewhere else, Dave. We have um, Sours gummies that I don't know the name. What is the provenance of these? It looks like a thumbs up what we're eating. Okay, it looks like a thumbs up, but there are very clearly turtles on this package, and the shapes of the gummies are turtles. Therefore, Dave Chang's thumbs up is actually simply a turtle. Oh, it's, it is a turtle. I, I didn't realize it was going cowabunga, dude. <laughs> oh, um, no. Oh, no. What is this? Well, so oh, first no. of all— These are Japanese. no, 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 no. no. There is a thumbs up on this package, guys. Oh, you're not wrong. David Chang, never back down, man. There's a I'm thumbs not, up on these little wrappers. I just spit it out. That has a horrible, horrible mouthfeel. Oh, this is a turtle. Never mind. What yeah, about. it's a definitely turtle. a turtle. It has a horrible Look, mouthfeel. I, I picked oh, them up because it says sour. I feel like I ate a human. I feel like I bit into a human arm. That's horrible. <laughs> That's horrible. It has like it's, a resistance, <laughs> like a skin resistance that then you puncture. It just is one of the worst mouthfeels I've ever put in my mouth. <laughs> oh my God, what the hell? That was bad. That was really bad. No, I've never I've never bit a human. I've never broken the flesh on a human, but I imagine it's like that. Yeah, it's like Hydra Hydra developed it. Oh God. Uh, the taste is really medicinal too. I think I had a I had a grape one. That is I, one of I the I handed worst. Chris Yang a blue one. So oh, the if, blue you is it, ramen, if you gave it ramen. Maybe it's run by like a Puritan organization trying to give it to a kid. Yeah, if you give it to kids, they would never want to eat candy. Ever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wait, so what is this thing, Noel? Tell us at least so that people know what the fuck this is and to never buy it. Yeah. um, I found this at a Japanese market. It truly just says sours on it uh, with four different flavors and a turtle. Look, it's not sour. It's not gummy. It's just uh. one of the turtles. One of the turtles on this package is so strung out, though. He's all fucked up. This is amazing. The package is wonderful, but these are yeah. These the are package the worst looks things. appealing, and I think that's what's fascinating too, right? Like how many cute-looking snack packages are out there, and lo and behold, it's a real terror inside. Ugh. Wow! Yikes! That's a couple of duds. That's we haven't had yeah. a hit since the cola. <laughs> what's left, Dave? Watermelon, Sour Patch Kids. Ooh. Sour Patch Kids, I would say, are probably the number one sour candies in America. The watermelons, I tend to like a little bit more than the regular ones, but... Uh. Before we t- talk about the taste of this one, can you... I know you talked about this a little bit on another My Opinion is Fact, Dave, but freshness in gummy candies makes a huge difference. 
I think that unless you're Dave and you like have access to the you, you've tasted the fresh off the line ones, it's just a crapshoot. But it's weird to think that just like this packaged candy thing, you can definitely get a wide range. Like Noel, do you like you can definitely tell when you get a fresher batch, right? Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, there's just generally different textures amongst the different kinds of gummies, but the happiness I have with a soft Haribo is far greater than like one that I'm Mm -hmm. chewing for days on. I think Sour Patch Kids, you can definitely tell when they're fresher versus others, for sure. Well, every time I eat one of these candies, I'm singing Harry Styles' Watermelon Sugar song to myself. (laughs) (laughs) I love Harry Styles. (laughs) What? Give us some ratings here. Harry Styles is a nine. Watermelon, Sour Patch Kids could be a a nine, but because of the titanium dioxide, which should be banned, (laughs) 0.0. Oh, no, wait. Wait, if you're doing it. You don't even know that that's true. We cannot start this. This is like, uh, uh, this is some fucking anti-vax logic here. (laughs) Like, we can't do that. What do you mean we can't? This is a start. I I know. That's what I, that's why we can't. This is like QAnon started. (laughs) This is how Scientology started. Oh my god, we need to have we need to have Mm -hmm. an all hands company meeting because I wasn't aware of our shift in purpose to starting (laughs) a Q and (laughs) on. This is tied to Dominion voting machines. Oh god! Oh my god! And four four seasons total landscaping. It's all (laughs) the same. That's what I'm committed to. I'm committed to never. I will always want to preserve the memory of Four Seasons Total Landscaping. Mm-hmm. I hope that that never leaves the consciousness of this country. That is the greatest thing that's ever happened. I see happened. Four Seasons Total Landscaping everywhere. And it's <laughs> it's it's in titanium dioxide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, all right. I think we've got a couple. We have one more candy We have left? one more. We've got one last candy here. If you guys put me away in the crazy bin again, I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> all right dave uh what's this lot i actually don't even know what this last one is what are we what are we looking at here the last one i don't have it did i eat them all you did eat them all so this is the colesvart uh sour blueberry candies gummy candies yes I I, i do have them here from sweden so oh oh this i first of all i i didn't understand the, the package says pig var. <laughs> I like that. Sour blueberry candy. But this is what I really, really love. It has a giant turbo on it. On the- oh, my God. Yeah. The gummies are actually gummy so turbos. All, all, of the, all the gummies are shaped like turbo. The flat fish, the delicious flat fish. Yeah. Except for this one that was so, mutated, but <laughs> so Colesvar basically makes Swedish fish, but it's not just one shape. So the sour gummies or sour blueberry gummies. So Pigvar turbo shape. Pigvar the turbo. The candy fish in this bag is a replica of a Swedish turbo. Listen, turbo is one of my favorite favorite fish. It's one of my favorite things in the world. It has a fresh blueberry flavor and is rolled in a sour sweet powder, giving it a nice extra kick. It's vegan and gluten-free, 
and of course, free from artificial colorings and additives. Today, many unique water environments are threatened by overfishing and pollution. We donate part of the proceeds from this water to promote healthy waters and fish stocks in Scandinavia. Clearly, that's the connection that I was thinking that was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is hilarious packaging because I'm looking at the David showing to us. There's no candy in sight on this package. There's no adorable little kids. There's no one being like, what's that, bro? Or whatever <laughs> the Sour Patch Kids say. It's a picture of a turbo. I just got it. This is how dumb I am. Like, it's a Swedish fish, right? Yes. It's like reclaiming Swedish fish. Correct. I think it's kind of genius. It's called a Pigvar. Is that the brand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's fucking good. Okay. So, a couple of things I'll say. So, outside of fettuccine gummies, these are probably my next favorite packaged ones. And I think that it's important to talk about Swedish gummies within the total realm of, of sour gummies as a whole. Swedish sour candies can get really, really sour, but I think the texture is so interesting and so different. It's not quite the Swedish fish that we know in America. It's a little bit chewier, a little bit tackier. The flavors are very, I don't know, precise. It's this one, as we were talking about, you know, the fact that we like sweet candy. This one's definitely sweet, has that last sour taste. To me, these are almost perfect gummies. I I think uh, you guys are going to make me, you're going to make fun of me, but I I really think these taste like blueberry. I think they taste like a real, like not like blueberry flavor. I think there's like a, something in there that tastes like an actual, like wild blueberry. It's really, I really like these a lot. Hmm. I'm not sure if I'm, I'm on the same page as you guys. You're not into these. And that's why you're not in this zoom room. (laughs) That's fine. That, that's, that's why you're. That's why you're in the. That's why you you're in room? another area. <laughs> yeah, you can have all the titanium dioxide you want, guys. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. But Dave, you don't like these. What did you like about them? I don't know. I don't like the name. It's too highbrow. This is too McSweeney's for me. Mm. Okay, so just so you're, uh, I get what you're saying. The package is very clever. It's very, very clever. Very it, it basically is like. Look how smart I am. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's all, you know, like a, a, a sans serif, just very clean Scandinavian design. It's a picture of a fish. There's no indication of the candy. There's nothing like, no kid would ever buy this. This actually, the, the package itself looks like something you would buy to catch the fish that, <laughs> that, that it has on the outside. You know what I mean? It looks like some kind of special bait for, for fish. I'm looking at another one, Dave. I don't know. Did Noel give you one of these? No, no. Oh, it's a, it's a salmon. It's a salmon. Can I open this one? Yeah. So there seems like a line of these that are sort of like fish themed. Oh, this is un. This is not not sour. Not sour. This is a black currant and raspberry. They shouldn't. If they really want to be on the nose, it should be a cloudberry. <laughs> it should be a cloudberry, or a, a, a sea buckthorn. The OG sea buckthorn. The OG sour mm. candy. Of the- <laughs> Renee Redzepi would be like, I don't understand why you need to eat candy when nature gives you the sea buckthorn. <laughs> no, I, listen, like, I love Sweden. I love it very much. I do like the fact that they put best before. They have a date that gives you the freshness. But you know why? I like the original Swedish fish. And I know a lot of people don't. I think Swedish fish is mm. delicious. 
I'm a fan of Swedish Fist. Oh. They just, I don't like the packaging. And, and, and I mean that. It's two McSweeney's, and McSweeney's is not something that I think is like, uh, it's just too clever. You're not into this taste itself? I think it's pretty good. No, I'd rather have your non-Swedish fish, your regular Swedish fish one that you're mm. eating right now. I bet you that's good. I, I don't think it's really sour. It's not super sour. No, it isn't. Rate them for us. Uh, I've already rated these, though. That's You've already the rated them on, the, on your, oh, that's right, I remember yeah, these. a long time ago. And they did get a 10. They both got 10s. Well, I, I'm sorry. The non-sour one has not gotten a rating. I would say the non-sour blackcurrant raspberry one, I think I would give probably an eight. I think it's almost a little too sweet where you're kind of missing a little bit of the flavor. Hmm. If that was sour for me, that would be a 10. Dave, so the blueberry ones, she gave it a 10. Five. I'm giving it a five. Wow. 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 It doesn't do for me. Agree to disagree. All right. Well, that's a that's a trip around the world of sour candies here. Um, I feel gross. That's oh, my main so takeaway. So gross. I would say I. You know, there are a lot of really bad sour candies out there. Yeah, I think my that's a, that's a good takeaway. I think there's more bad sour candies than there are good. Again, the moral of the story is just eat sea buckthorn. <laughs> <laughs> Full stop. Sea buckthorn and honey. Chew on some sea buckthorn and eat, nibble on some honeycomb. Just a tiny bit, chef. Just a tiny bit. <laughs> That's that. You want real sweet and sour? That's it. Sea buckthorn and a honeycomb. <laughs> That's the original sour candy. Yeah. Before you big Americans took took it on. Uh, <laughs> invented by Thor. <laughs> uh, all right, we have somehow managed to talk for a long, long, long time here. What do you want to do? You want to, you want to touch on the World Cup or you want to get us out of here? Let's just get out of here. We'll talk about the World Cup another day. Noelle has been up for too long. We have been working on a, a project today. We've been up. She's been up. And um, I'm telling you the truth, guys. I'm running out of steam. It's nine, <laughs> almost 9.30 p.m. And I am, I am uh, I'm a tired, tired man. Yeah, and and now you're going to be like up with the sour candy sweats for the next no, 25 minutes. So. No, absolutely not. Because <laughs> I'm going to combat. I'm going to combat this with some Ooh. indica gummies, some non-sour mm. gummies. That's yeah. what's in the future. All right, sour diesel gummies. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. Um, all right, we'll do the do the outro and get us out of here. Give us five stars for our 30-minute rambling on Chris Ying's caloric intake. Please Chris be nice. Yang Please experience. be gentle. I'm, I'm, I'm in an unhealthy place. And if you'd like to see Chris eat more <laughs> and, and put him on an a, a eating escapade of sorts, give us some ideas of what you'd like Chris to consume. I personally would like to see Chris eat all the concession stands at a carnival. Oh, God. Dude, come on, man. I want him to go from caramel apple into funnel cake into fried kielbasa sausage into corn dog into <laughs> popcorn like, into cotton candy. Into a body bag, and then you dump yeah. me in a river. Like, that's the end. Like, can't do that. Please, God, no. It's, this is like Captain America. You're, you don't know what's going to happen. This is all part of a plan. <laughs> all right. Let's see.
Give us five stars, however you rate this. And uh, send Chris Yang some love on the Chris Yang experience. <laughs> Thank you, Noel, for joining us once again. We'll Thank talk you, about Noel. The, we'll talk about the World Cup of Snacks and the Super League. Uh, wow. <laughs> it's already oh, man. Unbelievable. Alre- already. Uh, we already have a, a, a great schism in, in, in the World Cup of Snacks. Yeah. Because Chris Yang's trying to create the Super League. Me, oh, and snacks. The t- <laughs> me and the top six sour candies are going to break off and have a closed system <laughs> tournament. Unbelievable. All Thanks, right. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.